so there's i mean i'd like to think that we're gamers but we're not gamers in the way that's 2020 it's like we don't have our own personal gaming room you know what that's you like know, surround sound here's the thing right now when i tell people i play games like and i told them like i play games like i like i admit i'm not good at call of duty online like i don't have the time to commit to sit there and like learn the nuances and like i like i'm playing this game i want to run and i want to shoot shit up like i don't want to play tactical like and like have to hide around corners like this isn't that game like if i want to play that i'll play rainbow six you know I, what i'm saying I, 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 there's it blows my mind that there's an entire generation before us that have no idea what Rainbow Six and Siphon filter like they like the Rainbow Six they know is like Rainbow Six Siege like they don't know the original Rainbow Sixes they don't know you know Siphon filter they don't know you know Metal Gear Solid we didn't know we knew Metal Gear Solid but we didn't know Metal Gear you know what I'm saying the original Metal Gears um but with our generation, I feel, when it came to, you know, when it, by the time they got to, you know, uh, you know, having more capacity on the discs, and this is mainly came with disc-based gaming because it wasn't really on cartridges or anything like that. But by the time they got, we got to disc-based gaming, um, you, we started to get soundtracks, and a lot of people usually give credit for the, you know, soundtracks really taking off and blowing up like they did to Grand Theft Auto Three. And to uh to the first Madden that went with a soundtrack, which I feel like was either O three or O two. But what's funny is, be, even before was, soundtracks, the the MIDI compositions were legendary. Like it, it took a certain amount of talent, and there's a lot of people. I'll give you a perfect example: Incubus, the bass player from Incubus, uh, the the first uh, bass player, Dirk Lance, when he got kicked out of the band. He started a video game music production company where he was making, you know, music for shit like Shinobi and and there's is a timeless art behind that shit. It is, man, because you think about it, it's like a like a you, you think about like a let's think I'm going like the original Sonic, like how that uh some of those startup like Starlight Zone. Legendary shit, bro. <laughs> And that's why even now when people listen to those, uh, to the, you could just get like a 10-second bit of that song. And the feeling of nostalgia is just going to spike you right in the ass. Bro, like, it, it's crazy. But, like, like they were. Like, you had, you had games that had, like, like you knew those soundtracks. You knew, like, games were saying bad's coming. Like, dum Even back to Mario. Yeah, Mario. Once you knew that, like when you went to the underground world, exactly, like, you was in the castle. Different, different sounds. Like the sounds changed. Like you knew it. Like when you step into different worlds, like it's like the, the the like the bass changes or some shit. Like you'll have another instrument kick up. Like the games always did it, but it was always usually attributed to like those two games. I feel like Madden and like like the sports titles, like the like the Madden. I'll even say like two thousand one, two thousand two had a few songs. But I don't feel like it became a soundtrack thing until around Madden 2003-2004. Um, Where they were breaking artists. Yeah. Because there were certain bands that I would hear exclusively on Madden. Oh, and be man. like, holy and shit. Then it, and then they started doing uh, it with all the other games. They started doing it with EA. They start, I mean, I'm saying EA. They started doing it with Fight Night. They started doing it with Live. They started doing it with, uh, what's the other one? Fight Night Live. Fuck, it's right on the tip of my tongue. Um, I can't remember what it was. But they would break artists. 
and it, 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 it's crazy that they do, man. Which game? Which, oh, which, MVP uh, baseball, man. Which live was that? I remember that that uh, something Murphy's drop drop kick Murphy's was on that. Was that on MVP? No, they that were, was on triple play. Uh, no, the that was not not the drop kick Murphy's All American Rejects. Mm. That first song, swing swing from a dirty line. Oh my God, I'm saying that you are 100 percent right. The drop kick Murphy's were on there. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, like no, because I'm like, yo, I'm like, no, like, I'm like, yo, there's a dropkick Murphy song I love that's completely related to baseball, as in I'm shipping up to Boston. And that had nothing to do the with The only baseball. reason I ever played baseball games was because of you. Tessie. Tessie. The dropkick Murphy. Tessie. Then they're singing about the fucking Red Sox comeback in 04. Boston Tiff, man, because I've been wrong. I've done that best a hundred times. That was the anthem, bro. Yo, man. Hearing that song, I listen to the lyrics of that song. All I think about is the Yankees losing, and it, it just brings so much. Like it, it warms my heart. But I remember not to cut you off, but uh, when when Madden had Foo Fighters, they had um. Please to meet you, take my hand. There is no way back when from Madden there. had uh. When Madden had Fallout Boy, when they had that, and all I would do is literally just go into the training camp so that the soundtrack would play while I'm on the field, nonstop, bro. They, like, I mean, they like it made games like really take it up a level. And then you, when you had a game like a Grand Theft Auto Three, which had dedicated that was, no, radio that was revolutionary. That was that completely changed the game flat out where. You had a game, and this is a game that eventually the next iteration was a tongue-in-cheek tied into this era of, you know, Miami, the 80s. But they had the entire Scarface soundtrack as a radio station in part three. That shit was nuts. It was crazy. But even the songs on that, and then there, you know, when they went to Because they already saw Vice where they City, was going with it. When they went to Vice City, a completely 80s bass, but, you know, 80s rock, 80s ballads, 80s, you know, pop. Then you go to San Andreas. And you do a completely 90s bass, 90s rock, 90s hip hop. You know, you they had a new Jack Swing station. You know, they had the, uh, I'll say it, like the the, the, the poppy techno from then, like on a freestyle, that era was on there. What I love about the GTA stations is that it's real time. It's So you're basically, if, if you change the station right now and then you change it back in five minutes, it's not going to be at the same place that you no, left it off. Different song, different it's song. Be might be in a commercial. It, it's incredible in the way it rotates, man. Um, it, it was just, it was just earth shattering, and ground changing. Uh, but we were just playing something, and I, I, I'm sitting here. I'm like, yo, this is before any of those, and we forgot how this soundtrack bumped. And with that, man, I'm, I'm, yo, Tony Hawk's Pro I, Skater Two. Like the way that soundtrack was banging, I'm sitting here like, yo. I had to be maybe 14, 14 years old, bro. I was in eighth grade when I brought that. So you, you, yeah, you was just a freshman in high school. I didn't know. I, I was in junior high school still. You were a freshman. Oh, yeah, because eighth grade, ninth grade is high school, right? Yeah. So you was a senior. I was a freshman in high school. And I remember that shit because, you know, like I told you, I was that was like my first girlfriend period. And I, I used to just play this shit nonstop. And this was before an era where 
I had access to YouTube and even just people were posting shit like this. This was kind of on the brink of Napster, maybe. Like right before Napster really hit that you could just download all these songs and have them readily available. These people were already break not just breaking artists, but paying homage to some of the greatest fucking artists of all time with these soundtracks, bro. Yo, like I'm just, I'm sitting here, yo, bro. We played that game how much? And I just realized like most death is on there. Like we're sitting here we were sitting here playing it, singing along to the soundtrack. And what was crazy is the fact that even though it's a disc based game, this is just ROMs. And ROMs have the complete like it's crystal clear everything is just there bro just let's so just, just think about how far gaming has gone what game was it which live version was it that jay-z did the soundtrack for i have no idea i think it was 2003 or four but even to like, give somebody that kind you of you look at 2k what 2k does now uh nba 2k i think they started i want to say 13 or 14 when it started uh when they started having like artists curate the uh the uh the playlist yeah like hove's done it drake's done it uh lebron's done it i believe this year was travis scott like or last year was travis scott and this year was someone else like a like a affiliate i think it was this year was lebron or some somehow someone affiliated with ovo and lebron like did it this year like but like you, you'll you'll occasionally have songs that have no place in a fucking game like that like last year for whatever reason party next door come and see me was in the in the game like that's not really a basketball song but then again i could get like the tongue-in-cheek like you talking shit like come and see me then like come and see me but, but even still like the 2k that we just played that it had the most stuff and well, no that no. was that was tony hawk tony hawk even those games like from back in the day what would you say is the best soundtrack off of a video game all time any system any platform any era all time, if you had to select Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, like I think the way they encompassed that era of the end of the 80s, like 88, 89, and those early 90s to around 93, and that music, what they did was just, uh, was unseen, was un like what they did, and even still, man, there have been games that have great soundtracks, like the Saints Rose, um, you know, I'll even say uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, man. Some of the cutscenes in that, like when, like one of the last big cutscenes, man. One of the songs they had playing, they made me emotional. <laughs> like it was like, a, like, a, like some long road home shit. Like, was like, <laughs> like, and like, but the way, like, but it has like drum, like, 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 it's like some, like it's a modern artist singing. It's like, I'm like taking, like riding home, like, like some shit you would think would be playing there perfectly in the movie, and it fits so good, and it is like with anything going on, like you didn't play the game, so I don't want to give it up to you, like in case you ever beat it. But like, what happens with him in the story mode when you know that nigga ain't gonna survive, and it's just like, man. This shit is emotional. You know, I've always had like the older systems. Yeah. So I'm gonna take this one a little back, cause all I, that's all I have like categorized in my brain. I'm gonna say that to me, one of the most impressive, if not the most impressive, soundtrack for a video game was Need for Speed Hot Pursuit Two. Need for Speed Hot Pursuit Two. And there were famous artists on it. There were not so famous artists on it. 
but every single time I listen to that soundtrack, all I think about doing is driving. That is the purpose of the soundtrack. It's cool that we have now, and, and even like, you know, before when we had the wrestling games that you were able to mod and you were able to like input your own music for your created characters and shit. That's a good thing. Yeah. Like I loved, uh, you know, we didn't get it on obviously the PlayStation, but when I, uh, they finally ported the uh, the Grand Theft Autos over to the original Xbox, and I was finally able to play Grand Theft Auto 3, Grand Theft Vice City, San Andreas, and play them with my own user soundtrack. It was like it was crazy. And then they also gave you the ability. You don't have to import everything. You can import which tracks you want. Like it's like, wow. Like flexibility. Like, yo, they really did it. And even along that, man, I'll even say too, True Crime Streets of LA and True Crime God Streets damn. of New York, the way they garnered to those two areas. Like LA had a very West Coast based soundtrack. And then you had New York had a very East Coast based soundtrack. And it was like like to to get that like done like that was just to me, it it, it proves like like people know what they're doing and shit. You know what I'm saying? And like it just it shows like how hard work pays off in that instance, man. Um and it's crazy to see how far just the way games are made has gone. Yeah. Where you can fit an entire soundtrack into a file that we could just play on the computer now. Yeah. Like, it's not the way it was before that even on a big-ass cartridge, you could only compress so much MIDI music into it. Yeah. It's like, now, man, you could put, like, I mean... Like, compare the music from No Mercy and and WrestleMania 2000 to the music that they have now that's I like mean, surround compare, sound surround sound but even compare the music as as much as it sucks from wrestlemania 2000 and no mercy to smackdown or yeah. you know smackdown whatever the second one shut your mouth you know as it, soon as they went this base it was unfair uh, and, and you know what's crazy that's probably the only knock that you could have on those games was the sound cuz i think they were superiorly Uh-oh. i think they were superiorly better to those games <laughs> the little monster came out she heard us talking about n64 nobody gaming without me <laughs> give me the controller get out of here once you know and it's funny because we complained a lot about wrestlemania 2000 losing uh i mean no mercy taking away the uh Entra- full, the full entrances from wrestlemania 2000 but once they made that jump to SmackDown, even though the entrances were much shittier, granted, because all you've seen is just a guy walking in front of a fucking screen. In front of a fucking Titan John. I, even like, I, I'll say it still, that was all they had was that. Even, and then the, even with that, it was like WrestleMania 2000 and No Mercy were better games across the board. They were better games, but slower gameplay. That's what they did with the disc. Yeah. They made this shit almost like WrestleMania, the arcade game. That kind, that kind of speed. A speed. Did, did, did that game? I mean, I, I could pull up that game now. I have it on the emulator, but I don't think that game had any entrances. What? Warzone was the first game that really introduced any sort of entrance to res- to a wrestling game. The, uh, the like res- re- WrestleMania, the arcade game. Nah, it didn't have entrances. All the world. That shit was just like game. Mortal Kombat inside of a fucking ring. Yeah, man. I remember Royal Rumble one. Do you remember Royal Rumble on the uh, on the Dreamcast? 
Oh, I, you know, I saw it on the download list too. Yeah, she was a disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> worse than Legends of Wrestling? I'll say not worse. You know, Legends of Wrestling, I'll say, was a disappointment only because of the engine it was on. They tried hard with that game. I give Legends of Wrestling just a little clunky, it felt when it came out. They didn't polish it enough. Um, Great trailers. Yeah. Bad movie. Yeah. Um, when it comes to Royal Rumble, is the fact that it looks graphically amazing because it was, a, but it's an exact port of an arcade game, so you don't get like a lot of features. Like it's there's no creative wrestler, there's no season mode, there's no you know, there's no title chase mode. It's all just fight. I'm really pissed that they didn't release GM mode as a separate app. Like there's people petitioning just for them to release. That mode from that game as a fucking mobile app so that people can just... It's like fantasy. It's like fantasy sports. I mean, they have it now. I mean, the WWE Universe and the new wrestlings. That's what WWE Universe is, essentially. Your GM. You, all your matchbookings. You pick your rivalries. You, do, you, you play it? I did when I played wrestling games. I don't have a current wrestling game. Actually, the week of WrestleMania, WWE 2K20 was free to play. On uh on Xbox Live, you yeah, I just had to waste your time and download it. Um, but I bit the bullet. I uh I had to run out, so I set it to download. I'm like fuck it, it's free to play. I have to go take care of some shit by the time I get home. It should be done, you know. Which it was. This um, is the glitch version or uh the glitch version of the, the not the glitch version, but the version that had all the glitches. Um, I tried it. Um. Not as bad as what we read about in the beginning, but definitely. Not the best. Uh-uh. Definitely, they have some work to do. Definitely, whatever you thought you were getting off, uh, getting rid of uh, Uke's, uh Interactive, I think you need to pick up that phone and call them back. You could tell the difference. You could tell that Ukes wasn't involved, like a, like someone who knows wrestling, who built the engine of these wrestling games for decades now. So you're talking was mechanics. no longer involved. Mechanics to feel, it looked okay. Um, I liked a little bit of the way it played. And a little bit of the way it looked, considering what we saw in those horrible images, they definitely patched and got shit up and running and working better. But still, um, they definitely have a lot of work to do for next year, in my opinion. In the beginning of wrestling games, there's usually, like we just saw with WWF Attitude on Dreamcast, they always had the intro song. What wrestling game do you think had the best intro song? Or what wrestling show do you think had the best intro song to accompany the game? Because that was the raw. Uh, the old school raw. The old school raw intro. I feel like the, uh, I can't even remember. I used to love all those intros, man. Like for the uh, for the actual shows, SmackDown and Raw, those intros just always got you going, like ready, riled up. I think that was me. I didn't turn off my uh, ringtone. I like the one for war zone. When they're going into the... Uh, it's like a oh with the uh with the uh with the ring on fire and shit yeah <laughs> i remember that i remember that that's the shit right there i remember that's that shit, shit right heavy there. man we just uh we, we were fortunate and i think playing that game showed us how fortunate we were when it came to soundtracks on video games because it was really a walk down memory lane to hit those songs just like fuck and it's like yo most death was on that like yo most death was on tony on Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. 
Like, yo. Like, I never, like, teenage me wouldn't have realized that. And it's such a brilliant marketing campaign for an artist. Because when you're playing these games, you're so into the game that you just memorize the song anyways. Yo, bro, there are bands, like, even, like, it made other games. Like, I'll say, like, uh, Microsoft was great with it. Uh, they uh, were amped. Um, they, they, they don't make it anymore, but they made three iterations. By the time uh, 360 came out, they stopped at Amp 3. Um, but they were snowboarding games, like uh, Cool Borders. Um, I'm pretty sure I showed cool you it before. Cool Borders. Here we go. Like, I'm pretty sure I think I showed you it before. Um, but their soundtracks, man, they were, like, really, like, those games had, like, big soundtracks. I'm talking hundreds of songs. You remember when I had the Cool Borders 3 demo? Yeah. That I came oh, my with? God. Yo, we would play that demo to death. Yo, we would play that demo and be like, okay. And be like, quit. Restart. Okay. Restart. Yo, like me. And it was me, you, and my brother, bro. Yeah. We would only play that demo, bro. Like, we had other games. We would play that Yo, demo crazy. That was You know what, though? Hilarious. That was where I, where I decided, yo, I'm going to. <laughs> yo, that's when I decided I'm going to go snowboarding at some point in my life. I still haven't gone. Yeah, I'm, I'm mad at the way this winter went. My brother took me and Brenna to go ski for, like, our, our engagement present. And we ended up just taking pictures in front of the ski lodge. <laughs> then we kept going. <laughs> Fuck that. I, was like, Yo. I forgot what it was. I think it was either too expensive or it was packed or whatever the fuck. But that was the closest I ever got to skiing. I mean, the mountain's always packed. And it's kind of fairly expensive. That shit was fucking I mean, always. I mean, I was mad last year, and then Vela tells me at the end, he's like, you could have bought it and just left it in my car and got it when you had a chance. I was like, that doesn't help me telling me a week after we left the fucking mountain. Jesus. <laughs> they were having a sale on equipment because it was almost the end of the season, and, you know, you're going to get a bunch of new shit in, so, so they were having a sale on all the equipment. I could have got a board binding and boots. All I need to go snowboarding, what I always have to rent, and it would have been like $168. Normally, that would run you around 400 450 for good shit. And that would have cost me like $168 plus tax. And he tells me after the fact. I want to throw something at him. We, we burned a hole in that demo. Bro, like that demo was. I'm just thinking about that shit right now. Yo, like we, <laughs> we played the shit out that game. Like we. You know what was so impressive? It was the fact that Cool Borders 2 was so stiff. It was like. You go down the mountain, you can move to the sides and shit like that, but you didn't have the flexibility and the fluid motions like some like a SSX Tricky had. Yeah. But this shit had kind of like just mashed both of them. This was SSX Tricky before SSX even yeah, came out. Yeah, before even SSX came out, bro. Like, we, it was we, like, God damn, this shit is fire. Like, we spent a while on that demo, man. And it was only the one level, the one running, then. <laughs> it was just one run. All right, go demo another game. <laughs> No, you're just gonna nah. you're gonna demo it. All right, it was the PlayStation magazine, right? That was came from the PlayStation magazine demo. Uh, fucking <laughs> crazy. <laughs> Yo, remember Yo. remember Electronic Gaming Monthly? Shit, bro, we had so many fucking magazines. Remember when Game Informer used to have the cheats in the back? They don't even do that no more, bro. I remember a magazine called The Wizard. And all it did was show you how much comic books were worth at that time. I remember that. And I would have all my comic books, and then I would get my monthly wizard, and I would compare the prices and stash my shits away, cardboards behind every comic so my shits don't crease. 
I come home from school one day, they all in the trash. My mom says she had a bad dream. <laughs> she said, you bring in demons to the house. I'm pretty sure if your mother knew how much those comics were worth right yeah, now. She would have bought her a house in Puerto Rico. Uh, talking about issue one Spider-Mans. Yo, we, man, you talking crazy. I just saw, uh, they said uh, a mint condition or near mint condition uh, Superman. The first appearance of Superman was like Action Comics 1 or some shit from DC. Just sold for nearly $2 million. That shit upsets, bro. I, I'm so fucking angry about that shit. Because it's not just my comic books. It's, I had baseball cards, bro. Did I ever show you like the I remember binders, the baseball the, cards. The, the you I remember you and my brother traded cards a few times. And I had. Like, I remember looking at the baseball cards bro. like, damn. I thought we, I thought, I thought Lorenzo had cards. I never really had baseball cards like that. I thought Lorenzo had baseball cards. I was like, nah. Like, and all them shits was a gift. I didn't collect them shits. My aunt gave me that shit. I went to my aunt's house when I was a kid. I'm going to tell you how long ago. I mean, we veered off topic and this is kind of going long, but this is good. We're, we're coming back. This is May 1st. This is when it's coming out. I went to my aunt's house to meet her. And as a gift, first of all, I'm there with... My uncle and my cousin, who are both named the same name, Alex Montanez. <laughs> Alex Montanez is Alex Montanez because we was all named after my grandfather. And he had TurboGrafx-16. That's how old this is. Dang. And she's like, I'm going through a bunch of like shit and I find these mint condition talking about like Nolan Ryan, like first edition. And she gave me that shit. And all that shit was in the trash, bro. Yeah, and whenever I would get the, the Wizard magazine, because even after my mom got rid of the comic books, I would still get the Wizard magazines, and I would just keep looking. And it, I, it was like somebody was just twisting the knife on my ribs, bro. Man, I would have dug those out of the garbage. I don't know. I don't know if I could have let those go. Like, even now, during, like, shit like that, that's like, that's recession-proof shit. Coronavirus isn't going to stop a sale of a mint condition first edition oh, Spider-Man comic book. This uh, nigga had me uh, right, right, right before this shit hit and Amazon stopped shipping. Everything. I mean, right as Amazon, that week they announced they were stopping shipping non-essential goods. My shit was already in the mail. He asked me to order it. But like they announced that shit, it was already in the mail. He uh he sent me he's like yo I see these online he's like I don't think they know how much these comics are really worth they're selling them at face value he's like yo could you grab these for me I give you the cash I'm like yeah nigga I don't give a shit I'm like yo like some X Men's like the first X Men with Cable like the first X Men with Gambit like those. he told me some shit like I'm looking at like he asked me like when they got these like when I got home he's like yo could you like go through those and like show me them so I can make sure they're the right ones like yo this person packaged some shit up comic books with him. That he didn't even think he was getting that they gave him free, like some shit that in line with those, like the like the se sequential order, like and it's like yo, that's fucking crazy. Like people don't know. It's like why I tell people like my collection right now. The first thing I could say in my adult life or any in my life at all, that's mine that I collected that I pay for all with my own money. It's my video games. Yeah, you got a collection. Like you sure. see, like my my Xbox. 
like mainly my Xbox between 360 and the one. I don't have many PlayStation games, but you see, like that's that I tell people that's my collection. Like I'm not letting go of those games. Like those are games I got. Like I I sought out that I wanted that I've played that have high replay value for me. Like that I will again play at some point. What, what was the name of that store that was um by 383? I think it was called Alex's Trophies. Was that the trophy shop they used to sell the, the Pokemon cards and the comic books? Alex's comics was the it? dude. He was on like Myrtle, right? Yeah, I know you don't. I can't remember. I think it was Sun Trophies. It's Sun Trophies. He used to sell three, bu- three comic bundles, where you had the one facing outwards, the one facing the front, and then the one stuffed in the middle. And sometimes I would go there and buy because he didn't know the value of them. Sh- I would ask him like, "Yo, got wizards around?" He's like, "What's wizard?" You don't got wizards, nigga. I'm, I'm buying all these shits right now because you're obviously selling them at face value. You're gonna sell. Them I remember. I know exactly. Him. He's the dude who uh, who showed the Roger Clemens card. The Roger. yes, I remember him. That he had all the cards laminated. Then you could buy your battle decks there. That's why I went to get my battle deck case. Yeah. Cause after him, it was the 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 chit the I don't know if that dude was Chinese or, or if yeah, it was like Vietnamese the, or something. The GameStop, the game the corner, game, game corner. He's closed. You know what that is now, right? It's like a juice shop. No, they closed either. that too. Uh huh. Guess what? who got that now? Who's that? That one more guess. Blue City. Nope. Tony's. Tony's got that corner. No fucking way! Is uh south the uh, the fresh uh, the fresh market? He's opening like the fresh options or vegan shit. Nah, we got we yo we gotta hit up south, bro. Uh, we gotta yo, do I was something over there the other day. Like I was like, you know, you know, it's crazy. Like this, like I just been tempted to just go and like he's still open. Like obviously, like he's still open for the neighborhood. He's out more dealing with the bigger shit, but he's open for the hood still. I I saw I see them out like doing deliveries. Like if I gotta go run into the store, like I see them out still doing deliveries. Like yo. Tony's Pizzeria, and we, we don't even have to discuss the real Tony's Pizzeria. What is it, 443 in Echo Box? Yes. The Bush real Brooklyn? 11237? I think so. That's Because we're like right on the border yeah. of. Yo, it's weird. 11221 and 11237. We were going so off topic on this podcast. <laughs> 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 11221 and 11237. Yo, our block, 11221. Over on Minahan. One one two three seven, green bleaker and all that shit. That same way over there, still one one two two one. Like the way the lines meander and go all over the. You place. know where this is? What one one two two two? <laughs> like it's just crazy the way the lines meander all over the place. Like uh, that that the the the, uh, the the way they said they were trying to uh, push the zip code. For uh for East Williamsburg one one two oh six oh yeah the way they were trying that to bullshit. push that and it's like yo like seeing the way like they've tried to re-engineer and it's what Danny was talking about he's a uh, gerrymandering and you know it's funny <clears throat> I'll talk to you about this one off the air matter of fact let's just close this one out because we have other other ones we're going so far <laughs> off topic man like, this is yo this is I, our first it, 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 one together in person in yeah honestly like two and a half months yeah like what was the the last one we did together in person was that like what that my job closed thursday you were at my house that saturday i was gone that sunday yeah 
I went up to my girls the next day, and we haven't seen each other since. You came by the crib to come try to put the new Skype on on my Mac, like that. Like, but we haven't been together to record in literally it's almost been two a while, months. Man. So, I mean, this was bound to happen. I was go off topic, go a little rambling off the rails. But as usual, I'm pretty sure if we went back pulling those threads, we know how we got here. But we're not doing it. I'm just going to recap my end real quick. I'm going to say that Tony Hawk, definitely one of the greatest soundtracks of any video game. The Madden series across the board, I've learned from so I, I learned about so many bands just listening to that shit, especially just playing the practice mode and getting to absorb the soundtrack instead of just like loading screens and all that shit but i'm still gonna say that need for speed hot pursuit 2 that's number one on my list bro yo when it comes to video game soundtracks um like like we said uh i'm not even gonna call out names like that i'm gonna call out this name company in general because you know who made hot pursuit electronic arts ea ea games not ea sports but ea games but was it, uh, what was it? Uh, EA Sports is in the game. Was it EA Games? It's thinking. Yeah, <laughs> I remember. <yeah. laughs> Jesus Christ! How do you too? <laughs> but you know the way EA, like Electronic Arts in general, just did what they wanted to do with those soundtracks. Changed the game across the board for all, like for all games. Like they had to follow suit after that, man. And. I just think that that's dope, man. And like I said, our like GTA. We said ours, GTA set the GTA and Madden set the mold, and everyone else had to follow suit. And with that, you guys can follow us at Button Roach, and you can get everything at buttonroach.com, baby, because we do the fucking dirt.